And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, hello to everyone. It is Christmas, and we want to say a Merry Christmas to you all out there. Thank you for tuning in to the Weighing In Podcast. And this is the second time I've had to say this because <laughs> Podcast Day screwed up the first one, and now I'm having to say it again. So Merry Christmas oh, to my geez. man, Josh Thompson, and we have a special <laughs> Christmas edition, a great Christmas gift for everyone out there wanting to learn about one of the best fighters out there. We have got the mercenary A.J. McKee who is going to be taking on Satoshi in Japan on July, excuse me, December 31st, New Year's Eve. Unbelievable experience to fight there. We're going to talk all about that. Josh, how are you feeling? Uh, let me explain it in just one little thing. <laughs> no, I'm feeling no, no, old, no. baby. I'm feeling <laughs> old. You got, the, look at, you got the gray all on the oh, sides. So Mine's in the middle. If we, if, we, if we put our twos together, it's so bad. We look like Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. I'm <laughs> so bad, man. I'm so bad. AJ, my brother, what's going on? How are you? Oh, man. Another day in paradise. Eating well. You know, you got a got a nice ribeye getting prepped for dinner and uh, feeling good, man. Looking forward to the next couple weeks. I take off what? Uh, actually, well, technically, I'd already be in Japan. So uh, I'm getting ready to take off and uh, yeah, man, go put on a great show. New Year's. So how has, look, the, how has that training gone up to this point? Do you feel like, you know what? I've put in all the work that I need to, to get to that point. Or is there just a little bit more necessary to get? Nah, to man, that I'm point? ready to fight now, big John. I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, my dad's just torturing me day by day. <laughs> and I'm, I'm counting the days like this fight ain't gonna be as hard as this damn training camp yeah, so that's the way to I'm do just, it i'm looking forward to it man I, I i can't wait to get in there this is every fighter's dream um i fought on new year's i was the co-main event there you're the main event there uh on new year's eve and Boom. yeah it's a big deal but talk to me about how this all happened every fighter wants to i mean you listen to every fighter they talk about the old days right from pride to dream to glory to all the k1 kickboxing all of the biggest events in our sport have all majority of them all been held in Japan on a new year's Eve show. What was that conversation like with Scott Coker or Mike Kogan, whoever gave you the call and said, Hey, you know, like we're looking to do this with a co-promotion and we want you to be on it. Well, I believe like two years ago, I think it was two years after I had fought in Hawaii. Um, I talked to, to Mr. Coker and I was like, yo, like Japan, like for real, like, bucket list like i i don't i don't care about anything else like sign me up rules like let sign me up and the following year i didn't get a chance they took i forgot who they took but i was butthurt i'm like man why does this person get to go they fucking suck you know don't take them so i was a little emotionally hurt about it but um as soon as i got the call they were like well do you want to fight in in japan i was like yeah done like say done son done like don't care who it is when it is what it is like sign me up and uh yeah man it's just an opportunity of a lifetime for me it it, it takes me back to just like those backyard brawl days you know what i mean you got the elbows you got the soccer kicks so for me it's just it's an opportunity to just go out there and let my my barbaric side out a little bit Mm. and uh show the people what a real mercenary is capable Ah. of you know what i mean like I get to stomp this man in his face and I don't get in trouble for it. Like, what? <laughs> okay, let me ask you this because first off, 
what did you know when they when they said the name Roberto D'Souza? Did you actually know? Have you actually watched him before that time, or was this someone you go? I don't even know who that is. No, I had no idea who he was, but uh, I just knew it was it was pretty much our best versus their best. So when they came with that, and uh, me moving up to 155 pounds, I was like, say less. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know who it is. I don't really care. Um, and then going and watching a couple of his fights, he's high level jujitsu black belt. Um, so yeah, it, that's, you know, I, I think it, it's going to be intriguing because, you know, with my wrestling background and then his jujitsu, and then obviously I have a jujitsu background. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a, a fifth degree black belt or, or something crazy, you know what I mean? But MMA wrestling and MMA jujitsu is completely different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's, he's. He's nice, you know. He's got he's got some good things in his in his arsenal, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to opening up the side of my arsenal that I've always dreamed of since I was a kid. So uh, I, I don't think we're playing jujitsu games. All right. So this is my the second part of my question is, in actuality, and I'm I'm saying this with you know complete honesty, the guys from Bellator are at a bit of a disadvantage, and the fact that it is in a ring which is different. It's a different type of bounce and everything that you have in there. You can do things differently in a ring than you can in a cage. There's some things you can do in the cage that you can't do in the ring. And also that rule set, the, the, everybody that's on that Ryzen, coming from Ryzen, they're used to those rules. That's how they practice. That's how they play. And they don't have to think about, oh, I can do this or I can't. It's just automatic. Do you think that you're going to be able to just automatically be in that position and no problem, dude. I know I can do. I can kick. I can knee. I can stomp. Doesn't matter to the head. Any position the head's in, I can attack in any way. Elbows doesn't matter. Whatever elbow strike it is, twelve to six doesn't matter. I think that's just gonna come naturally to you. Yeah, I got a feeling. I, mean, I love it. It's something I've <laughs> dreamed of since I was a kid. You know, I've always watched it. So like the soccer kicks. You know, I, I would say the big thing is just getting acclimated in the ring, that's going to be a big factor, you know, um, especially with myself being a takedown artist. And, and usually I tend to take people down off of the cage, you know, I'll, I'll take a lazy shot, get them against the cage. And then once I got them against the cage, I already know I got you on the ground, you know, I'll take you down at will. So in a ring, it's going to be a bit different. You know, I can't really, I can't use the cage. There's nothing to hoist his body up unless I get him in the corner. Um, so for me, I think it's a it's going to be a bit different, but once again, this is a fight where his his jujitsu is is sick. You know, um, yeah, I'm looking is. forward to testing it out, playing in his waters a little bit. Um, but for the most part, I think this is going to be a fight where I'm just trying to knock his head off his shoulders. And you know, I, I I've noticed some things. He doesn't like pressure. You know, he gets hit a little bit, and then he goes in for a shot, or he'll pull guard and and. From my memory, since I was a kid, if, if you don't get that takedown and the person tells you to stand up, you better stand up. You know, yes, you do. Pulling guard. Japan don't like that. So, um, for me, I, I don't think his wrestling is is that great. You know, I've been wrestling since I was four years old. So, for me, wrestling's my key. You know, that that's my key to victory. When, when I know, all right, something's not going well on the feet, I could take someone down. But, um for this fight, man, I'm just looking. I'm looking forward to going out here and, and pulling some new some new arsenal out. Um, I think getting caught at a bad shot is is a bit uh, is a bad idea, you know, because those knees to the head. So that's something I've been really working a lot of is just stuffing shots and can't just put yourself in the moves. same positions. 
Yeah, so I, I don't know. In practice, I'm kicking people in the face while they're on the ground. You know, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your partners love that. <laughs> no, they, I mean, they see my foot in their face and they're like, yeah. oh, you know, and I'm yeah. like, it's okay. I'm not going to kick you, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like in the fight, it's full force, like full send all the way. Speaking of, who are your training partners right now for this? Um, same people. Joey Davis. We got we got a we got a, a young roster. Honestly, we got a lot of amateur guys in there. They're just hungry, come up and coming. We got Jake Babian. He's uh, he's got I believe two titles right now. Um, I call these other young cats thing one, thing two, because they're always talking smack to each other, fighting each other. I had them literally. I was like, go until there's a submission. Shut up. I don't want to hear anything else. So. They're always in there getting it. We we just have a young roster, man. I've been training with this guy named Dallas. He's another Ami guy. We just you you know my dad, man. He he takes the young guys and he he breeds them into what he wants. And if they got the mindset and the heart, then I mean a champion you'll be. What in terms of what are your expectations when you get there? Expectations once you get there, because I, I, my expectations were. The crowd's going to go wild, which they do for about 10 seconds. And then you, you, you've got to adjust to all of that. Like, you know, your walkout, it's like they go nuts when you, they announce your name. And then as you walk down, it's kind of crickets. Have you thought about and prepared yourself for those type of things? Because we're used to just the crowd being nuts the whole time and going crazy. It does play a little bit for me. It did play a little bit of a um, mind trick on me. Yeah, practice COVID, baby. Yeah, yeah, practice. That's I true had practice, as well. man. Honestly, I I genuinely liked fighting <clears throat> under COVID just because I could hear everything my father said. So like yeah. being able to hear his voice, you know what I mean. And at the same time, I feel like it it shows who's the real dog in there. You know what I mean? Who who really wants it more? You know, there's no one cheering you on. It's how bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. So uh, just the the level of respect that comes from Japan and the way that they they cherish the sport, you know, they they're very respectful. You're not going to hear any booing. You'll hear cheering occasionally. So mm -hmm. if you if you hear cheering, you know you're doing something right. So um, that that's something I'm just I'm I'm excited for it, man. My dad's always told me since I was a kid. He's like, man, he's like, you're gonna you're gonna like it, and he's like, you're gonna be able to hear me while I'm cornering you. So. Yeah. You know, having a, a, a master chess player while playing chess is going to be it's going to be fun. Yeah, my fight in pride. And, and just to give you a little bit of what you can hear is had it been probably in the States where the crowds were, I probably would have lost that fight because I got I got stuck in a real deep arm bar in the first probably like minute and a half, two minutes of the fight. And I was able to kind of like hitchhiker out. But as I went belly, as he went belly down and I was kind of belly down as well, you could hear I could hear Bob Cook telling me. Just put the hands on the on the feet, push them off the face. Had that not been, I probably would have been a little bit more of a panic mode, but you could hear it crystal clear. Hands on the feet, push off the face, start stepping over the body. You heard everything. So I think it will make a huge difference. It might be a little eerie at first, but it does make a big difference in terms of hearing instructions. Now, the other thing is, has anyone ever told you, don't eat the bento box. That's me. Okay. <laughs> don't eat the bento box. Don't eat box. the food. Don't eat the food in the locker room. I don't care what don't they give it. you. Don't eat it. Don't nah, eat it. Yeah, bring not. bring your own food to the locker rooms. Don't bring you know. Don't eat their food. The That's one. Box. And don't two eat is the bento box, baby. And and two is the biggest mistake I made was I allowed them to tell me when I was going to the venue. Because what they will do is they will take you there five hours in the morning. 
They'll take you there five hours before you're supposed to, before the oh, fucking yeah, card even happens. starts. Oh, no, no, yeah. They're five hours before, before, the, before the first fight. Before the first fight. So oh, I yeah. got, yeah, we got there at like six o'clock at night. I didn't fight. I didn't fight till, sorry, we got there at like 10 a.m. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I didn't fight till, I didn't fight till almost 4.35 in the morning in the States. But yeah, I fought at midnight. I fought like 11, 11, 10, something like that. Because now, hold, the just so event. you know. Your opponent's not coming in at that time. No, they're not. Okay. Not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'll up when the main card starts. I, I used to. <laughs> I, I loved working in Japan. I loved doing fights there. But I saw that it's one of those. You know, the whole thing of oh, you know, the, the honor and everything. Yep, they're into the honor, but boy, they're into cheating too. <laughs> <laughs> so you need you, you got you got to be smart about it. All right, let's talk about your opponent. Is a guy I was I was doing some checking. He's actually rated right now in the lightweights above you. Did you know that? Yeah, nah, don't, don't, pay, don't give me them eyes. I'm telling I you don't the pay truth. Attention to rankings anymore. <laughs> They're all a facade to me, bro. They are, dude. So, so you know, Patty Pillman's above you too. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest. This guy's got a special skill set when it comes to the ground. You yeah. are you have been known for your wrestling and your submission game because you you know, dude, you got submissions named after you. You got the Makia <laughs> team and things like that. But it's a matter of do you want to play with that great white shark in the water, or do you want to pull him up on the land and drown him? That's my Man. question. Because it's not, you know, you gotta be smart. This being a good fighter is about being a smart fighter. I think I'm going to do a little bit of both. I think once I hit his ass, he's going to realize he's in for a fight, and then we might end up on the ground maybe. I I, I don't know. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind taking him down. I've been training a lot with uh, Jeremiah Hill. Yep. Hill or Hall? Hill. Yeah. Hill. Hill. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of jujitsu with him, and uh, and I feel prepared. You know, we just put myself in bad positions, and we go live over and over and over and over. Uh, triangles, arm bars, key locks, and you know, it's always it's it's always different when you're getting punched in the face. You know, um, yes, it is. I've I've watched him throw a lot of triangles. I watched a lot of his fights, and no one's really punching him in his face yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think once we get to that ground and he feels the wrestling control, and and things aren't going to really start to go his way, and then he's going to feel the pressure that he's usually applying to people. I think that's going to be the big game changer, and then he's just going to start to sink. Everyone I've talked to said that he's he's a pretty big guy for the weight class, and we were you and I were talking off, or three of us were talking off air. And you said you walk around about 73, 75, somewhere in there. That's kind of around where I used to walk around. You're not considered a big lightweight anymore in these days at that weight class. Back in the day, you were not so much now. Now, obviously, you're still young, still putting the putting the size on, you know, and uh, doing it very cautiously, making sure your body takes to it before putting on too much muscle. But um, are you concerned at all about the size? No, I mean, the last dude I fought came back 183 pounds. So, uh, not Spike, so much. Spike put on some, some yeah. poundage in there, didn't he? He, he came back big. That was a big boy. <laughs> when I tried to lift him up, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah. a big boy." <laughs> not to mention so, he's he's a redheaded man. He's a redheaded ninja. So he's a ninja. Yeah. And they strong man. They strong and oh, heavy and dude. just strong and heavy. Yeah, limber as well and tough I as hell. Get him off my wrist, man. His two on one was was pretty strong. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. I think it's little things like that, but just, I mean, when you got a guy like Joey Davis and you're, you're grappling with him and having him lay on you every day, I don't think 
you're not going to find much worse yeah. than that. You know what I mean? And that's a 170 pounder. So I, I can't really see it. Oh, and we got Yosef for striking. So, mm. uh, yeah, we, we got some big guys in there. You know, I've just kind of, I've kind of up, I've up from rolling with the 45 and the 55 ers to the 70 and 80 pounders. So, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to walk them down all the time. Are you, are you staying at 55 now? This is where you're at. This is your home. Perhaps, more than likely. Perhaps, yeah, that's not an answer. <laughs> Perhaps is not an answer. He just, fist, he just pushed. He just pushed. That means you're guilty. Come no, on. <laughs> I mean, I, once again, I, I feel this trilogy has to happen, man. One yeah. and one, and I, I wasn't happy with the results. Um, so, like I said, I, I got to make an example out of the, the, the pit bull again one last time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I don't know, man. This, this is He's talking, Pinocchio's talking about going to fucking 35s and all this other stuff. It's like, what the, oh, Piscotchi, bro, this dude, bro, fucking ran with my title, bro, this guy. All of that being said, and I I know that, you know, this is a huge, this is a big deal for Bellator, the the cross promotion with Ryzen, Uh, but then also knocking on the door is CBS. Uh, I know you wanted to get on that card. Who knows? Maybe if you come out of this one unscathed, they'll they'll push you in there because it is in L.A. It's right in your neck of the woods. But all of that, though, is there. It sounds like they may be trying to start that lightweight tournament World Grand Prix coming up early. And I know, obviously, that you're going to be on it or you want to be on it. But if you had a pick out of all of those, who would you want to take first? I want my title, man. Usman, then. Oh, you want Usman off the beginning. Yeah, I've look when I when I signed up for the 145 pound tournament, I proved myself the entire way through the tournament. I told everybody I'm going to finish everybody. So stepping into another tournament, I have to prove myself again. I mean, I have no problem doing that. I I'm a black a black horse riding person. You know what I mean? I'm I'm the dark knight every time, <laughs> and I'm coming to ruin your show. But at the end of the day, like I. Man, I, I got one goal. You know what I mean? If if I could have had Pitbull the first round, I'd have took him out the first round. So, for me, don't it really doesn't matter who it is. You know, um, I'm just looking forward to going in there, putting on a great show, and claiming what's mine. When you look at that lightweight tournament, if it if that's something that you want to be in, I know you'll be in it. But when you look at it, you went through the featherweight tournament, and it was a 16 man, four rounds. This one would be eight man, three rounds. So you take a look at that. Is that you think that even works out better for you, or it really doesn't matter? It's just one less fight, one more fight the other way. One less fight. That's that's all it is to me. <clears throat> when you look at the lightweight division for Bellator, you got Usman at the top. Obviously, you would like to take have that fight first. Then you got Patricky Pitbull, uh, who you fought his brother Patricio. Then you got Tofik Musayev, who's got a win over Patricky Benson Henderson, being the legend that he is. And then you've got Shabley, Alexander Shabley out of American Top Team. Just a stud boxer, good takedown defense. You know, uh, pretty decent ground game. Brent Primus, good on the ground. Islam Mamadoff. And then you got yourself, AJ McKee at number eight. Peter Quilly and Robotanov. Out of all those guys in terms of, can you give me, give me two guys that you're like, hey, sure, I, I know what you're going to say. I can beat them. But which ones do you look at them and go, you guys are good? I would say Benson, man. Since I was a kid, I've watched Benson put on great fights and just stylistically, I feel like that'd be a hell of a matchup. His style versus my style. It, it would be an entertaining fight for the fans. You know, he's just like myself. He's well-rounded. 
um, striking ground-wise, and he, just everywhere, you know. He, he's just – he's good, you know. There's not too many loopholes in his game, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like that would always be a fun fight. Um, another one, I mean, the rest of them, the, the, the other Russian dude, he's just big. And then, uh, what was it, Peter Quilly? He's big. He's just yeah. big boys, you know what I mean? <laughs> You got some big boys in there. Um, when you when you picked say, out the bigger the tree, the harder it falls. <laughs> when you picked out you know? Usman, everyone, you know, obviously, look, he's the champ now. He's going to have the target on his back, but he is not like you know his his relative in Habib. He fights completely different. He can wrestle still. He's got good wrestling, but he likes to go about the fight very similar to the way you like to fight. He will use the wrestling. You will use the wrestling. But he likes to be in the stand-up. You tend to be like to be in the stand-up. And he'll pull off a submission, and you'll pull off the submission. You guys are very, very similar. Why is it you would say that's the guy I would like to go after first? Um, I think it's the fight that everybody wants to see. Okay. It's the fight everybody wants to see on top of, I want to give him a test. I don't I don't feel he's been really tested yet. You know, Patricky, uh, that wasn't a oh, – he's not a champ to me. He was He was gifted that belt from his brother, early Christmas present. To be a champion, you must be the champion. So that that's just that's man, that's body shop one on one. You ain't be the champ, you're not a champ. So Patricky was never a champ to me. I mean, if he wants to avenge his brother's one and or two and oh loss, I mean I still feel it's two and oh. But <laughs> if he don't want to fight me, one of these damn dogs gotta go on a walk, man. You know what I mean? So for Usman, I, I think stylistically, it's just a good fight. We both have the wrestling. We both, you know, I, I would be intrigued to see that fight. I feel I have the advantage on the feet, though. But wrestling-wise, it's someone, maybe he can neutralize my wrestling. Maybe I can neutralize his wrestling. And then once we get to the ground, we have, we've seen him pull off some nice submissions. And we've seen me pull off nice submissions. So yep. I feel like we match up pretty equally once it comes to wrestling and on the ground. So, uh It'd be a fun fight. It'd be an awesome fight. I would love to see it. When you take a look at this Ryzen versus Bellator thing, is there anything about it that you look at and you go, man, what makes it exciting for me is this? Or is it just, ah, it's another fight, but it's a fight I get to do in Japan? For me, it's it's the fact that I get to throw soccer, soccer kicks. And, <laughs> Fighting and, in a different rule set? Yeah, it's the different rules. Yeah. It's the knees to the head, the soccer kicks. Um, I wish the belt was on the line. Uh, you know me, I'm always about the belts. I'm always about the titles, you know. So uh, I wish there was a belt on the line. Maybe I could work something out. He wins, I'll give him my belt. He And I win, he gives me his belt. So <laughs> that way I come home with a belt. But I don't think he's going to want to do that. When you, like, I'm, a, I'm a risk taker, man. I uh, you, always, look, you always have been, okay? I've known you too long. <laughs> when you guys were, were in Japan for that press conference and you guys faced off, was there anything you looked at and said, yeah, not a problem? Yeah. Nah, he was, trying to, he was trying to strike a little fear in me with his his super stare. But it was, it was you got cool, the super man. stare. It was a super stare. I felt it. I was like, oh, this guy's trying to look at my soul. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, this is going to be serious. fun. <laughs> yeah. What, what, about, what about Japan outside of just watching in the old days that really intrigues you about fighting there? Um, just the fans, the culture, you know, the just 
from the samurais to, to everything. It's just that warrior, that warrior spirit. It's, it's in the culture there, you know, uh, you go out on your shield. There's no tapping. They don't, you, you tap, bro. You, Oh, I mean, if it's an arm bar understood, but if you're in a choke, you better go to sleep, bro. That That's just, that's, that's the glory in it. That's the pride of, of, of who you are as a warrior. You know what I mean? If, if I'm ever caught in a choke, I'm not, I'm not tapping. I'm going to sleep. Like, smack me and wake me up you know i'll have a good nap other than that like you know one of the things you have to do when you go to japan they do have a, a museum of the samurai with all their old armor and and the the not the swords and everything you got to go see it it's awesome okay it, it's amazing how small they were <laughs> i was like jesus i mean uh, small but yeah they even have the armor for the horses and stuff. You go, even the horses weren't that big. No. <laughs> uh, when you, in looking at the other matchups that are on this card, taking you on, I don't know how much you know about the guys from Rising. You you know, obviously, Patricio. Have you ever watched Clever Koike fight? Never seen him fight at all. I've, what I is, haven't heard of it. I, what is wrong with you? Are you not part of this sport? No. <laughs> You don't care. I love it. If I don't care, man. If I am fighting him, I don't care. Show up and let's fight. That's my mindset. If you're not, if you're not potentially standing in front of me, or you're not standing in front of me, uh, you have no relevance to what I'm even trying to accomplish. You know, until you're in front of me and you're a pawn in this game, uh, I got to remove you. You know, and if you're just over there talking, I'm gonna ignore you. I don't got time to jibber jabber. Like, hop in line, bro. I find that's that's common though for a lot of fighters, John. Is that yeah? I never really paid attention to anybody except for people in my weight class. You know, it just it didn't bother me, it didn't concern me. I knew I was never gonna fight another weight class. It was like until you come on up, then we'll talk about it. You know, but uh, yeah, it just I think fighters are very just laser focused on wh who they know and on what's coming up in their weight class, and that's it. Okay, look, I'm number nine. Okay, I'm trying to get to number six, so I can get to number two or three, and then title shot you know they're, they're laser focused on that as the majority of the time is what i see correct pretty much yeah if you got when, that strap when I'm you take for it. but when you take a look at the rankings you know like bellator's rankings because they drive me crazy i'm sorry they just drive me freaking up the wall when you take a look at them and you're sitting at number eight and you see all these guys ahead of you do you kind of pick those guys out i'm going to take you i'm going to i'm going to go past you or is it like yeah they're ahead of me. Won't be for long. I don't care. Pretty much. I mean, I, I, I feel like the rankings are irrelevant, especially with the talks of a, a tournament. So there's the talks of the tournaments. Rankings, like I said the last tournament, we're all going in that tournament 0-0. And, and who's going to come out 3-0? and That's all that matters. Yeah. That's true. That, that's that's all that matters. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much. but Just a little bit. I'm going to get into it a little bit. Just um, tip. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're, you're t towards the end of your contract. And, um, you know, we've got CBS coming up. We've got the tournaments coming up. And how's it coming? Are we, 
<laughs> How's it coming? That's all. I'm not even at that. Look at that smile on his face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. I got to let you fight, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm to fight, yo. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Try to fight, man. That's another reason. That's why I took this fight in Japan. Yeah. We're just... I don't know. I just want to fight, Good. man. I'm trying to fight as much as possible. You know, at 27 years old, I'm in my prime. I'm trying to fight at least three, four times a year. If I'm knocking people out in two minutes, like, I need to be back in there within yeah. a month. Like, th this is my drug, dude. This is what I've lived for since I was a kid. Like, taking away fighting from me is like taking my life away. I, mm. I really don't know what else I'd be doing. Like, every every after every fight i'm back in the gym the following week i know what the medical papers say 30 days fuck 30 days i'm going back to the gym and i'm going to show everybody in the gym what it takes to be a champ and why don't, i'm the best in the world don't tell anyone like, that aj don't yeah. tell anyone that <laughs> I, I follow that 30 day thing all the time yeah, yeah. No. i always follow that 30 day thing if it was not oh, yet yeah. i'd follow I that follow too. it but i'm just there watching <laughs> yeah i'm there watching for the first 30 days but let, Does, let me ask you let me ask you this like you ha you have grown up in the world of MMA. Your dad was a fighter. He was a he was a great fighter. He was he was more limited in his style than you are. You are you are a more well-rounded MMA fighter. He was a wrestling centric fighter. But, you know, your dad, you know, had a, a very successful career. You have had an incredibly successful career. But what is it that is important to AJ McKee? Is it the fame? Is it the money is it the titles what is it that it and look at this is what's the most important thing to me what is for it me? yeah for you yeah hmm. well that's a tough one because it started as i want to be known as the best fighter in the world okay and then it got to a point where once i won the title i was like dude you're, you already know you're you're the best fighter in the world fuck what everybody's talking about like you know what you're <laughs> capable of then it became, all right, well, I want to make sure my family gets the recognition that they deserve in the sport. You know, my father being, I'm the only second generation fighter that's making noise. Like, ain't, ain't nobody making noise like me. So when that came along the lines, I was like, all right, so what, what are you using as motivation? And then I'm like, I don't want my kids fighting, but obviously <laughs> okay. they're going to fight. You know what I mean? They're so going to do became, what, what, what it is they fall in love with. And that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. So then it, it became, all right, you just made a million dollars. That million dollars opened my eyes up to a different world. And when, when it opened my eyes up to a different world, I was like, yo, this is just the beginning, bro. Like, I want to make sure my kids never have to work. You know what I mean? Whatever they do, they're going to do from, from their heart. You know what I mean? And because they love it. There was a time where I was fighting just because bills had to be paid. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was in the cage thinking, I don't want to be in here right now. That's a fucked up feeling to have. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't want anybody, I don't want any of my family members. I got a 16 year old brother and a five year old brother who are both in the gym. So it's like for them, I want them to fight because they love fighting, you know, not because they need the money or anything. So for me, I would say now it's, it's be the most paid fighter in the world. You know what I mean? Um, Floyd, Floyd did that hundred mil mark. So me always calling myself the Floyd Mayweather of MMA, still feeling I'm undefeated in life. I don't, I don't give a fuck about a record no more. You know what I mean? So for me, it's it's just being the best person you can be, helping those around you, motivating those around you, the next generations up to come, and just pushing people to be better, man. I feel like the stigma of fighters being these just rough, hard people, like 
we're we're some of the most loving you, you people. You know in that the ain't world. the truth. Yeah, it's like I've I've got the biggest heart in the world, dude. So it's like I just I want to see the people around me do good. You know what I mean? I, I want my mom to have a house. I want my dad to have a house. I want a house. You know what I mean? I want a wife with kids. Like I'm starting to think of my future, but with my future, this isn't going to be something I'm doing until I'm 40. Like for a hundred mil, maybe. Okay. For a hundred mil, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you know what I mean? Possibly. Money talks. Maybe, Money talks. So maybe, possibly, probably. <laughs> hundred mil. 30, oh! Thirty-five. I'm out. Thirty-five. I'm out. Yeah, I've heard that one. I've heard that one a lot. I'm telling you, thirty-five. I'm out. I'm gonna take a break at thirty and relax and just chill a little bit, enjoy the fruits of my labor, and then if I feel the need to come back, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna have an itch. So after like thirty-one, I'll probably come back and then put another good four years running and be done by thirty-five, man. Because by that time, let's see, I'm twenty-seven, so three years from now. It's eight years. My sixteen-year-old brother, he's he'll be prime in his career. Yeah, he'll be prime in his career, and my five-year-old brother will be on his way to being the first youngest <laughs> world champ in the world there at like go. eighteen. What about what about your so with your dad, right? Long story short, I was supposed to fight him several times. I ducked the shit out of him. I was like, Nah, I'm good, bro. Smart I'm man. Good. I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> No, we just we were supposed to fight a couple times. I think we were supposed to fight an American athlete. Remember that show? That it was like the one they got shut down at the down. Yeah, it was right before uh, IFL. Palm Desert, yeah. So that, and then we were supposed to fight again. I think in King of the Cage, like once or twice. And then I got signed to the UFC, and I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't fighting you ever until you get in <laughs> get in here. <laughs> nope. But uh, <clears throat> but what about what is it about him that draws that out of you and like your your brothers? I mean, well, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in without him, mm-hmm. you know, um, day in, day out. He pushes me. He motivates me. Um, he's taught me everything I know. You know, people ask, who's your striking coach? My dad. <laughs> well, who's your wrestling coach? My dad. My dad. Who's your jitsu coach? My dad. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've, he's worked side by side with a few people. But for the most part, my father's taught me everything I know. And uh, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in, you know. I, I know the ins and outs of this game as well as McCarthy, you know. I, I know the, the good secrets, the bad secrets. I know everything about MMA. And so does my dad, you know. he and That's because your, your, your dad and I talk about him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the only person he can talk to him about now. I know. I tell, I tell him, I'm like, dude, you got to keep your fucking mouth shut, bro. You're going to get me into some shit. Like, so he's... He's humbled himself a lot, man. From from who he used to be to who he is now, he's he's taken a big chill pill, and and it's for me to be able to go out and showcase myself, have my own personality, and be my own man in my own sport. And I think that that's one of the most things that I appreciate the most about him is that he's he's allowing me to take my course and and do it the way that I want, you know. And uh, even if I'm wrong, you know, he's gonna support me, you know. It, I, I go do something dumb. He's still going to support me. You know, that's my father. And that's, that's just, that's my dad, man. <laughs> well, he's, he's chilled out because he, like your dad, like myself as well, we're old as hell now. So we don't have, <laughs> no, we, no, you don't, we don't, we don't have it. We're running that's out of energy, you don't understand bro. the McKee blood, bro. Oh, gee, he's still going. He's still going. <laughs> bro, he's still going. He's in the gym causing havoc uh, still. This man is a menace. Like, that's he's so funny. Non-stop, bro. <laughs> he, 
He's, about to have a, he's having another kid, by the way. So we're going to have Oh, you got to be kid. kidding. He didn't even tell me that. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell oh, you. Well, I put it out Christ. there. I have got off the record. I, dude, the McKees can't stop, bro. I am ra- I'm we're going after him. John, <laughs> no pun intended. Maybe you should bust his balls. Oh, I think <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just be done with it, bro. Be done with it. Let me help uh, you with this. I was talking oh, to him shit. today. He didn't say anything about, oh, I got another one on the way, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, until, until I find somewhere to drop my seed, he's going to keep oh, going oh, for me, you know? Man. Well, I, I, I will say this. He is infamous for how many he has done that with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, is a, he is a handful. He's doing it right now, though, man. You got to give him the respect. Oh, no, he is. He's doing it right. He's, he's doing great. He's not out He's got one wife, one woman. He's been with the same woman for the Jeez. past eight years go ahead now. and say it like go ahead and say geez. it it's amazing it, yeah <laughs> it is i'm proud of him man look, look, you know, i'm gonna ask you this because it's a it's a weird situation and it's a i, I went through it kind of with my dad to a point because my dad you know always helped me and stuff you know in the fight game wrestling everything it's there comes that point where when your dad works out with you like your dad does he works out with you constantly there was that point where all of a sudden he wasn't able to do the same things and it changed. And all of a sudden he wasn't the best. He wasn't able to beat you. I know how I felt and I felt horrible the first time that I really put it on my dad. It was like, I was joking, but I saw that he was trying. And, and if I could take anything back that I ever had with my dad, it was that moment that I was putting it on him, and I re- then I realized, oh, he's really trying. And I got him up and said, hey, man, I don't, you know, I'm sorry, right? And he said, oh, no, no, no. What was it like with you? And, and when, you, when you finally had that moment, you went, I'm better than my dad. That's when I just had to humble myself, you know? You, you just – see, I'm always watching him in the gym. Cause I'll be watching everybody else. You go hard, my dad. I'm gonna fuck you up. Period. <laughs> good. I'm fuck who you, you are. Good. You continue Get ready with that. Ready for an ass whooping. Good. And you it's continue gonna be with day that. Day after day after day. Um, but it was it was I would say the last time he was helping me with my rounds for for Spike, and uh, I took him down and I took him down and he hit his his like he landed weird in between the cage and he messed his shoulder up. And I was just like, I felt so bad, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, I, I took him down and he fell in between like the cage and his shoulder. It, it did something weird. And I just felt so bad, dude. I'm like, fuck. Like, like that wasn't what I was trying to do, you know? know. Like, That's damn it. And exactly I just, I, still now, man, I, I feel bad See, about it. It's so all, like, hey, it'll- and he tells me, he's like, He's like, I can't mess with you no more, young buck. And I'm like, come on, dad. Like, just, just roll technique. Like, you know, like out of everybody in the gym, like just I'd rather you roll, roll with me than anybody else, you know. So I, I roll with him, but he's a little jacked up right now. So I'm like, and you know him, dude. He's he was not going to the fucking doctor. Oh, bro. God, no. He don't. He's like, I'm healing myself. I'm like, yeah, you're getting better, bro. But like, I want you to be 100 again, you know, so. Now I'm starting to see the stress that I put on him <laughs> all the years. You know, it's coming back full circle now. But we, uh, he, there's nothing like him, man. You know, there, there, he's he's got so much knowledge in the sport that if you're trying to go hard with him, bro, like I'm, you're gonna piss me off. So 
I tell everybody in the gym, dude, be careful with my antique. You hurt him, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> my antique. Oh, that's, that's my antique, crazy. bro. That's got all the I fucking it, knowledge. I, I, everything I know is in that man. And everything that I need to learn is still in that man. Tell and him, even from the, the coaching aspect, you know. Don't mess have, with my muse. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I, I have to learn how to become a great coach, you know. The same way how Khabib has learned to come, become a great, great coach from his father. He's learned, he's learned the techniques he's, you know, and that's why I feel he's stepped away from fighting now is so that he can be a, a, a great coach to the full potential that he has. And, uh, there's going to be a time in a day that I'm going to have to do the same thing. So I want to make sure that when, when that time comes, I'm able to still be like, Hey dad, come here. You know what I mean? Grab his old ass and put him on the mat and roll around with him and move him around a little bit. You know, when you look at the direction of this co-promotion with Bellator Rise, and then you look at CBS is coming up. You get the lightweight tournament. There's a lot of action going on in your weight class as of right now, and there's a lot of big-time promotion stuff going on. Do you look at it and go, like, look, this is the growth that we're expecting, you know, and finally, you know, looking to get some media coverage, okay, um, by all of them to cover this. This is a historic event. This is the biggest co-promotion between two two promotions, um, with their biggest stars, with some of their biggest stars, but mainly their biggest stars, champions versus champion or number one contenders versus, you know, champion, whatever it is. Then you have the CBS, the first time Bellator's ever been on CBS. Does it make you feel good about the direction of which, you know, over where everything is headed? Definitely. Just, just along the lines of since I was a kid, you know, um, organizations being organization, there's always been a question of who has the best fighters, where are the best fighters? So, to me, unifying the belts and, and being able to bring all the fighters together and see who the best of the best is, um, this is an opportunity for me to go out there and showcase my skills and show that this, this is this is the McKee show, this is the mercenary show, and, and we're, we're here doing what we do best, and that's kicking ass, taking names. I, I, the, the one thing I've got to ask is, did you watch, have you watched the Bantamweight Grand Prix? that has taken place. If you watched Rafion Stotts and Danny Sabatello and all those fights, did you watch Patchy Mix and Magomed Magomedov last Friday? Didn't watch it at all. I was going to say, what, what, were you, what, what are you thinking as far as the depth of what you're seeing? Because when you, were, when you came into Bellator, the lighter weights were just not that good. And they've yeah. progressively just gotten better and better to where you take a look at the 135s, the 45s, now the 55s are stacked. I've seen I've seen glimpses of the guys um, from Stotts to yeah I, I've 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 seen them I've I just I'm not intrigued you know for me it's they're not on my radar because it's not someone you're gonna fight it's not someone I can fight you know um, the 55ers here and there I watch you know just to keep my eye in the loop of who's doing what and what's going on but for the most part nah I'm just I'm honed in and ready to go. Um. Look, there's a lot of controversy going around right now in terms of judging. <laughs> we need all right. All right, here Say we go. Less. Tell us what the fuck. Who's winning the round at the end of the round? You want open scoring? You want open? Just scoring. open scoring. I don't. I don't care how you score it. Just open scoring. You tell me I'm down three two. Somebody's getting knocked the hell out. Okay. So I'm gonna or three so one. Somebody's getting knocked I'm, out. I'm gonna tell you that you're up four zero. I'm going to take him down. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Right that's, there. That's, that's the yeah. problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Hey. But that's the problem. It, 
It depends. No, you that's answer, the problem. That's it. the truth. You answered, you answered, look, you no, answered look, that perfectly because you, you were just, honest. You were truthful, but, and I don't blame you. But that's he got true. you, bro. He got I'm you. I'm not gonna go straight to a takedown. Yes, you are. Circle. You're gonna circle, circle, <laughs> nah, circle, nah, circle, nah. circle, circle. Wait for him to overcommit, then get the easy <laughs> takedown. Because yeah. I know man. he's gonna be expecting and, me to take. And, him and you'll be looking up at the clock, going tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. And that, You're my right. friends, ladies and gentlemen, is why we don't have open scoring. Thank that you, is exactly why. Thank you. <laughs> but look, I, okay, I feel like if there, see, so this is like what my dad always tells me too. He's like, "All right, you got two million dollar fight online. Well, I don't really care who's winning. I'm going to put on a show at that point." Cause this, this is you're entertaining people. You know what I mean? It's supposed to. So be. if you're if you're going in there and you're just gonna leave it all in there, there everyone can be bought at a certain price. In other words, so for me to go out there and put it all on the line, it's it's gonna, I'm you know shit like <laughs> I'm gonna get punched <laughs> in the face. I'm gonna lose some fucking brain cells and potentially I'm I'm not gonna be able to continue my life the way that i do there's gonna be a time where this gets hit and it goes that's right so if i'm gonna go put that on the line just compensate me for it because i'm 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 a warrior i'm gonna go out there and lay it all on the line or i'm gonna do like what i did my last fight you know i'm gonna lace him up on the feet all right cool he's getting hit a few times damn this dude's taking everything well time to go to the ground buddy mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i'll just keep bashing your face in from there but that's okay. But, if you're busy bashing their face in, that's okay. But if the problem is we'll get people want knockouts. People want excitement and they pay look they pay for it. It's it's you gotta you gotta look, man. This is the guy who is he's the mechanic down the street. He's putting his hard earned money to watch you fight, you know, to to buy a ticket and to buy a ticket for his wife or his son or his daughter. It's a lot, man. It's a lot to go do that. And then to have not you, but a fighter. Say, oh, I'm up in this fight. I'm just going to take it easy. Man, you have people that paid for you to do what you do because it's special and you can't take it away from them. Yeah, I've, and that comes down to the mindset too. It there's does. there's a lot of people, I, I don't think they have that mindset, you know, like that, just that Japanese. All right, I'm not tapping. I'm going to sleep. It's not too many people that really have that mindset, you know, so it's it's a little bit different when you're when you're talking along those lines, you know. There, there's been some fights like the Brian Moore fight. I knew I was down. I, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't think I was down, but I was like, it's one and one right now, and you're in his home turf. That's right. I blocked everything my dad set out, everything. I'm like, I looked up, and my dad's like, hey, it, this is now. And I'm like, go out. I, I literally thought to myself, go out and don't stop swinging until one of you goes down. And I dropped him with a left, and I was like, oh, and I got on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just that mindset, you know, you, you got to have that in there. And some people, they, once they go through that once or twice, you know, and that's why I, I love Rory McDonald so much, man. Like when, when you talk about heart of a warrior, heart of a lion, R Rory is literally the pinnacle of that to me. Yeah. You know, he, he's that dude, when he fought Robbie, I was like, favorite fighter. Don't give a shit who else, what else? Like, that's my guy. Like, it's just that mindset, you know, um, whether you have the skill set or not, you know, it, it's what comes from here. You know, sometimes yeah. your mind, I saw an interview the other day, your, your mind 
is very powerful. It's one of the, one of the most powerful things in your body, but your heart is the most powerful thing in your body. Because when your mind, when when stuff's rough and it's just not going right, and your mind's like, this isn't working out, dude. Your heart wants to keep going if you truly love what you're doing, oh, and, and that's what makes the difference. Your heart will you know? keep going. Yeah, it will. Only your and mind that's what makes the only difference. Your mind's gonna make you stop. And that's the difference right there. So, not too many people fight from their heart, you know. Yeah. And that's why it's like, okay, oh, the money—they're fighting for the money, for the title. Nah, man, you you gotta fight for your heart because because this is what you want, and you wanna you wanna prove to yourself, and let alone everyone else, but to yourself most of all that and I'm the baddest man walking this planet. Period. When you when you when when Rory came over, uh, you're saying with the fight with him and Robbie, and then Rory came over to Bellator. What was that like to to have you watch him in the Bellator cage? Oh, so fanboy, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> you got Rampage yeah. fighting again. That's my unk and everything. Yeah, yeah whatever. Unk, you know? <laughs> Rory's fighting. I'm like, yo, like, oh. <laughs> Rory's he's a good dude, man. God fearing man, and he's just he's a good dude. You know, family man takes care of his family, and he's just. It's a good dude, man. You well, know, you know that, that's you got to look at him. He did it right. He went. Yeah. He, you know, he made his he made his name. He had the fight you're talking about at 189 in the UFC against Robbie Lawler. That is, you know, it's, it's up on my wall right here behind me. You can see it. It's that picture right there. Because it was. I feel like that's the best fight the UFC has ever had. It is, in my personal personal opinion. opinion my personal thing. opinion. But you can take a look and hey, he was smart. He got. He went to Bellator, he made good money. Then he went to the PFL and made more money. And that's what it's about. If you're a fighter, you know, yes, the titles are good. I'm not saying they're not. But you need to make enough money to where when you decide, if it's at 35, to pull that pin, you don't have to work anymore. You're yeah. you're set for life. And that's that's what it's about. I got to ask you one question, though, because your, your father is one of my favorites, especially when he's in the corner. I've had some great experiences when I was refereeing. He had some of the funniest shit that I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> Emmanuel Newton was was losing the fight, and you're, he he was ready to quit. Your dad slapped him, talked about the universe, <laughs> talked about everything that you know that that, that Emmanuel does, and told him uh, he says you are not <laughs> quitting. If you quit, I am gonna stand in this cage and fuck you up. <laughs> Is there anything that has happened between you and your dad during a fight in the corner that you just looked at him like, did you just say that to me? I don't think he's, it hasn't been something he said. It's been a look. Okay. He's given me that look like, like, let's go, son. Like, this is it. And that's when it's like, you know, you just put your head down and you look up and it's, it's go time, man it's it's go time at that moment you know he he doesn't have to say anything to me your, your his face says it for your me your dad doesn't pull any punches i don't care if it's in mma <laughs> or in boxing i've I've heard him, when he was doing anthony taylor he, he says son you're hitting like a powder puff <laughs> <laughs> i mean i haven't had really any of those moments yet i mean he's giving me some what the hell are you doing okay. moments like but it hasn't been like I haven't had to have one of those dig deep moments, you know. And if it is that dig deep moment, he just gives me that look, like Ray Wood, for instance. That Ray Wood fight, yeah. he looked at me, and I just saw his face. He was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Because that was a fight. I was I was literally in there sitting on the stool. I popped my thumb. He kneed me in the ear, split my eardrum open, and I was just like, 
I want to be in here. And then I look over at Ray Wood. He's just looking at me like a little demon baby. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> this guy wants to kill me right now. <laughs> and my dad's looking at me like, yo, what are you doing? I'm surprised he didn't slap me, honestly. But he's just looking at me like, what are you doing? And he's like, come on, man, get up, go fight. And, yeah, that was a rough fight. <laughs> uh, this will be my last question, but I really wanted to talk to you because I'm a huge fan of Joey Davis. And he's such a great kid. He's obviously extremely um, talented. He's been out for a little bit, but you said he's back in the gym now. I mean, tell us what the thought process is on him because, man, I can't wait to get him back in the – he's phenomenal. Bro, best 170-pounder in the world. I don't care organization. I don't see anybody stopping his takedown. You put Usman in front of him. And I guarantee you, Joey Davis will take Usman down. <laughs> and I, I'll put my entire fucking bank account on that. That's a, that, <laughs> like, that's a good size bet. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That's a good size that's bet. Good but size that's bet. how confident I am. Like, yeah. I've been wrestling with this dude since I was four years old. Still to this day, I can't stop his fucking takedown. It's it's just, my it's it reminds me of Jordan Burroughs. Yeah. That double leg, he gets around your legs and it's over with. You know, I stop his first move. I can't stop the second. I can't stop the third. Obviously, there's a weight factor in there, but still, man, I mean, it, he's just – you're going to have a lot on your hands. I, and, you I, know, anybody that bounces back from the things and the, the lifestyle and just certain things, you know, that fighters go through in life, it's usually the comeback story that, that make the greatest stories, you know. And right. uh, this is his story, man, and I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to be along his – his side and, and helping him as much as I can day by day. And just within the last six months, I'm super proud of the growth he's made and just being in the gym. And he's kind of got a new style. It's kind of crazy. He's got Uh-oh. a new style, dude. It's different. It's different. But you'll, you'll, you guys will see. I, I think 2023, we'll see him in action again. Hopefully, hopefully uh, the, the LA card, man. Hopefully we get all body shot boys on that LA car. Sell the whole it. damn event out again. Well, because he's if you look at the top guys in the 170 pound division in Bellator, can you pull that up for me, Dave? Is you you know, you've got Logan Storley, fantastic wrestler, six time state champ, four time all American. You've got Yaroslav Amazov. He's got good wrestling. The two of them had a great match when they did fight each other. But when but when you look at when Joey left, he I believe when he went away for the this bit, he was ranked number six at the time. And for him to pop back in, I'm looking at this. I mean, you look at the guys there. You look at Douglas Lima. It could be a fight for him to return on. Maybe one fight warm up because he's been out for, what, almost two years now. It's been over 15 months because that's why they don't have him in the rankings anymore. But him against Kyle Kretschmer, him against Sabah Hamasi, him against Naiman Gracie, him against uh, Korshkov, all of those would be very would be enticing fights to bring him back on. I mean, or, or at least get him one fight and then maybe jump right into to a top 10 guy. I look at him stylistically, though, for the top two guys. He's a nightmare matchup for both of them. For both of them. Power, speed, wrestling, submission defense, all of those things. Now, I know there's other guys in there like Korshkov matches up well with anyone because he's so well-rounded. But, you know, Jalil Willis just had a great fight. But I look at those guys. I'm like, on a day where Joey comes in and you know he's got a full camp, you know he's game, you know he's ready. Do you see anybody beating him? No. No. If I can't be undefeated, he'll be undefeated. <laughs> that's, that's the way that's going to go. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it just seems like he'd pick it up where he left off from college. I'm just staying yeah, undefeated, bro. Pretty bro. much, you know, 133 and a four-time NCAA champ. Like the proof's in the fucking pudding, man, and it's sweet. You know, I mean, I I admire his career the way it's been. His highlight reel knockouts. How can knees, you not? The spinning heel kicks. Like fuck, dude! I want that on my highlight reel. Good. Like, why can't I get one of those? You know, like. But he's just, yeah. he's a freak of nature, man. And he's so calm about it. That's the crazy part. He's just so calm, nonchalant. Like, yeah. And uh, it's it's phenomenal. It's funny. I, 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 did, I refereed Joey's first pro fight. And it was, you know, he didn't know how to fight at the time. He, he was, you know, phenomenal wrestler. But all the tools were not in place and stuff like that. And so he's in there and he's getting hit and he's wrestling. And he's kind of looking at me like, hey, can this guy do this? <laughs> Joey, you, you know where you're at, <laughs> right? right now. <laughs> you know, and man, I tell you what, the, the progress from that first fight to his second fight was immense. You know, it was when he decided, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And now you take a look at him. His last fight, he was phenomenal, phenomenal. in his last fight. Phenomenal. Yeah. And and like, uh, you know, Josh is saying, his style, those two, the number one, you know, number two up there, champion, inter, interim champion. His yeah. style fits perfectly with them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I don't even look at like I look at I look at Michael Venom Page, you know, Jason Jackson. Jason Jackson's dangerous for everyone because he's good at takedown defense. Got good wrestling. <laughs> he's good he's, wrestling. he's just big though. He's big for the weight. He's tall. He's long. He's lanky. Good stand up. He poses the threat for everyone. Jason Jackson's the real deal, you know. But I mean, he's like I said, those top three fighters you got MVP in there. You got Logan Storley, Amazov. He's a nightmare matchup. Yes. Yeah. Style yeah. is just nightmare. Give us a little yeah. bit more of a hint on his. Give us on this new this new style though. I want to. What's this new style you're talking it's about? It's looking good, man. His, his submissions are coming <laughs> around. Put it that way. He's he's good. tapped my dad. He's tapped me. I'm not Very gonna nice. say with what, but nice, his submissions bro. are coming. Come on, <laughs> look. And he's let's, been let's be honest. He's, he's one of three guys with Jeremiah. So <clears throat> okay. Maybe. He's Dave, did you hear then. that? Dave, did you hear that? It's Jeremiah, not Jamal Hall. Okay, <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> not it's Jeremiah Hill, not Jamal oh, Hall Hill. Hill. Okay, just want to let you know. <laughs> well, hey, I just want to tell you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to come uh, on here. I cannot wait to watch your fight. Your fight against Roberto D'Souza. That is a hell of a matchup. The main event of New Year's Eve in Japan. You are going to love it. You are going to call me before you go, and I'm going to tell you everything <laughs> not to believe or to take or to listen to. Dude, I'm, but, I'm taking my own PDL and everything. I am playing them games. There yeah. you go, baby. There you yeah. go, man. I know you're taking off in a couple days, so be safe. Travel well. Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas, all that stuff. And, brother, just Thank go you. do Peace your thing. Peace and blessings. I appreciate Enjoy, you guys man. for having me. And happy holidays to everybody out there. Appreciate the support. And make sure we go represent the U.S. of A, baby, and bring this W home. Let's go. Hoo-wah!